Hello everybody, welcome back to Therapy with Chloe. I hope everyone's had an amazing week, whatever you've been doing, however you've been celebrating, whether you celebrate Christmas or whatever you celebrate, I hope you've had a good time. Um, I took a little break over Christmas because my my brain just needed a rest. Um, I'm, I'm not going to justify it because, you know, I'm a human, I shouldn't have to justify. Just generally needing a little bit of a break. I've kind of... Um, not stayed clear of social media, but, like, I've tried to stay away from it for a couple of days, just because I feel like it's good for your mental health to have a social media break once in a while. Um, I have missed you guys, though. I've missed speaking. Um, I feel like one good thing from taking a break from things, it makes you realise how much you do actually love it and how much you enjoy it. So... That's a good thing that I've learned in these last couple of days of not podcasting is that I actually really love doing this. And I love answering your guys' questions and it's just, oh, it's amazing. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm fighting a wicked hangover right now. Don't worry, I'm 18. I'm legal. But um, (laughs) I'm very hungover from Christmas yesterday. Um, I had an amazing day with my my family. Um... I just, yeah, it was really great. It's honestly one of the best Christmases I've had since I was very young because I was surrounded by the people I loved and my friends. Well, they're more like family. But yeah, it was just really cool. I'm really sorry I need to burp. I've been eating chestnuts. And it's very odd because they're making me need to burp, but I can't burp. Maybe it's just because I'm hungover. So, enough of me waffling on. Um... I want to talk about growing up today because I've done a lot of like soul searching in the last year honestly like this year has been really good for me soul wise because even though there were times where I was like this year literally sucks the most amount of ass it does it still does but it's been very good for my personal growth despite how shit it's been it's had its good points right And I've just been thinking a lot about the fact that, like, next year I'm 19. And I remember being 13 years old, or even younger than that, like 10, being like, oh, I can't wait to be 19, I'm going to be so grown up. Um, And it's just, (laughs) in my head, I'm still the same person I was when I was that age, if that makes sense. Like, I'm obviously, I'm mentally more grown up, but I'm still who I am at my core you know, um, and it's just, it's really crazy, because I've been thinking about my past, and everything like that, and I was thinking about me when I was, like, 15, and then thinking about me when I was, like, 10, and then thinking about me when I was even younger, and it feels like an entire lifetime ago, and I think that's because, you know, like, when you're surrounded by people your whole life, like, I have people in my life who are my mum's friends, right, and they've known me since I could fit, I was just a tiny little, I could fit in a shoebox, you know, I was a tiny little baby, and they've known me, and now they know me as an 18-year-old, and that must be so crazy to them, but what's even more crazy is that I have lived that entire life, the whole time that they have known me, I've lived an entire life, and it's literally insane to me, because there are some things I just don't remember, but then occasionally I'll get a little memory and I'll be like, fuck, how did I remember that? Where did that come from? You know? And it's like, I feel like life and how we change feels so long because we're living it every single day. 
we are the only people that live inside our body. We are the only people that live live in our brain, you know? So, like, people will be like, oh, you've grown up so fast. You're so... It's gone so quick. But it's like, it hasn't. It has gone so quick because I still... Like, I could blink and I'm, like, 25. That's what I feel like I've done. I feel like I've blinked. I was 13. I went to sleep and I woke up and I was 18. That's how I feel. But it hasn't been like that. I've lived that entire life. And sim- somehow, it simultaneously feels the longest and the quickest process of my life. And it's insane. And I was only thinking about it because I was thinking about this year, right? And how it feels like it's been six years in one fucking year. <laughs> like, we always say that every year. But I feel like this year really, really, like, takes the trophy of being the longest and quickest year all at once. Like, I think back to March. And it's, like, a totally different life. I was a totally different person. I was surrounded by different people. I was in a really shit place and now I'm coming to the end of the year and by next by March in three months I'll be a totally different person to who I was in March I'll be a totally different person to who I am now right and it's all just been very um mind fucky at the moment like I'm just really deeping everything and I'm really letting things go deep into my brain you know I'm allowing myself to kind of have an existential crisis so that I can start 2021 on like a, yeah, I've got it all figured out. Even if I don't have it all figured out, I'll figure it out on the way, (laughs) if that makes sense. But yeah, I've just been thinking a lot about growing up and changing as well. Like I saw a thing um, on my Snapchat, a thing came up about Graveyard Girl, a YouTuber, and I totally fucking forgot about her. I literally forgot she even existed. And it blew my mind because I remember when she was such an important person to me. Like, she literally opened my mind to things and she made me see a whole other different lifestyle. And I was like, shit, she's so dope. And then I just kind of grew out of that phase. And, like, like Dan and Phil. Dan and Phil, right? Anyone who's listening to this who used to watch Dan and Phil, you're an OG. I love you. Because they were such a, like important part of my life I remember one of my best friends in the world me and him met because we were in maths and he said something and it was a Dan and Phil reference I was like do you watch Dan and Phil and he was like yeah I do and that's how we became friends and he's one of my best friends in the entire world I literally wouldn't exchange him out for anyone um and like there was a point in my life where like graveyard girl Dan and Phil even Zoella was so pivotal in my brain I don't even know if that's the right word but they were so important to me in my brain but now it's like Emma Chamberlain for example Jenna Marbles you know but I still have people that I've been watching for fucking years like I'm an OG stan you know like Billie Eilish for example I remember finding Ocean Eyes in like 2015 and thinking it was the best fucking song ever I was obsessed with it And now she's Billie Eilish, you know, she's massive. And I have that thing where I'm like, you know what? I was here before all of you lot were. (laughs) I remember Silver Hair Billie, you know? Silver Hair Billie was peak, honestly. I mean, she's still fucking amazing now. She's literally a genius. But it's just all, it's insane. I've just been thinking about it all so much. It's like the things that are important to you when you're a child just kind of fade. But then some of them don't. Like, Dan and Phil, when I'm upset, I watch old Dan and Phil videos because I can't understand... They, they're, like, my comfort things. It's 
Like, some things never fade. For example, Marvel films, right? They never... They will never cease to not be fucking important to me. They are my entire childhood. It was like a family thing. Like, I remember Christmas, Christmas Eve, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve, all of the big important things. Me, my mum and my brother would sit down and watch Marvel films. And it's so important to me in my development. Like, I remember seeing, like, Black Widow and being like, fuck, she's so cool. Because she was a woman surrounded by men and she was just as badass as all of them. And it's almost like she made me who I am, you know? Like, when I'm upset or I'm having, like, a really bad depressive episode, I'll put on the first Avengers film. Because it doesn't matter how many times I've watched it, it will always be my comfort movie. Because it's, like... It's something that was so important to me in my childhood that it make, brings me such intense comfort, you know? But then some things that you had in your childhood literally make you feel physically fucking sick when you have to look at them because it's like, oh, no, that reminds me of when I was a kid, you know? It's so crazy how some things can become so, so important, but then some things just almost cease to exist in your life when you leave that phase like I could never imagine now sitting down and being able to watch a Zoella video no hate to her she's built an empire it's all well and good but I couldn't do that because I see through it you know like you grow up and you start to see through people and you start to see the reality of who they are and what they have and why they have what they have like there were celebrities I used to fucking be obsessed with when I was a kid and I'm like no you're an asshole you're literally a dickhead, but there are some celebrities that I'm like, yep, and I know why I loved you, and I know why I still love you. It's like, I, th- I, th- I think what I'm trying to say is one thing I've realised in the last year is that age and time and growing up is it totally alters and changes your perception. It's like I'm a different person every three months. My perception is always changing. My views are always changing. I'm always growing and learning new things, and... I wish I had a little book. I mean, I kind of do. I've been journaling my whole life, right? Well, since I was very, very young. But, like, I don't know where any of them are. They're probably in the loft somewhere or, like, in a box in my mum's room. But, like... (laughs) I wish I had a book filled with all the things that I learnt when I was that age just so I could see, like, how I let them affect me, and, like, the things I used to let affect me, and how I used to react to certain things, you know, because I know that if I went through some of the shit I went through as a kid now, I would handle it totally fucking different, and that's because when you grow up, the way that you deal with things, and your perception on things, and your perception on people, and your um, the psychology of it all changes in your brain, right, because you learn more about basic human nature and instincts and all of that shit, like, me personally, I'm very into doing research on things like psychology and stuff like that, so I like to learn why people react certain ways and why they react the way that they do to certain things so that I can learn how to deal with it myself when they might have that specific reaction, because, you never know what's going to happen to you in your life. So I like to kind of know people as well as I possibly can. Not even sp- specific people. Just like I like to know basic human instincts and reactions as well as I can so that I know how to deal with something if it may come my way. But I didn't know half the shit I know when I went through the shit I did. If 
that makes sense? Like, if I had my brain, my 18-year-old brain right now, sitting here in my 10-year-old body, I'd be a totally different fucking person. I wouldn't have gone through half the shit I went through. I wouldn't have messed with half the people that I messed with. Like, I'd be a totally different person because my perception on life is totally different to how it was when I was 10. And it's just, it's been very much so fucking with my head, right? Because, you know, it's just all, it is crazy. Like, for example, I was looking at pictures from years ago and I was looking at pictures of my best friend's little brother and he looks like a little tiny baby. (laughs) Like, he literally looks like a little baby, but now... He's like a fully grown man. Like, he's only 15, but he looks like a man. He's tall, he's got a deep voice. But I was looking at videos from him a year ago, and he looks like a little kid, like a little boy. He has a squeaky voice and all of that shit. And it's like, there are people in my life who see me like that. There are people in my life who haven't seen me since I was 10. So in their head, I'm still 10. You know, I'm still that person, but I'm a totally different human being. I literally am two different people. From who I am, even a year ago, this time last year, I was a totally different person. And I think that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm trying to say, it's so fucked how we change and evolve and grow without even realising it. But the people around us are watching it happen, but they're not feeling it. So it's happening to them so much quicker than how it is to us. Like, I could sit down with my mum and be like, right, explain my changes and my developments, and who you've seen me as the past 10 years, right, or even 18 years, because obviously she's my mum, so she's been here for the whole fucking time, but like, in her head, it would be like this, 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 but in my head, there'd be a billion things in between every single one of those, because I lived it, and she didn't, and that's what I've been thinking about recently, so it inspired me to do this podcast, because... I know I'm not alone in thinking like this, right? Everybody's going through the same thing. We're all developing and changing. And it is just crazy how perception is... Like, I don't even know how to explain it. I want to say that everything's subjective, but I don't think that's the right word. You know, subjectively speaking, I'm a lot more grown up than I was three years ago. Or even a year ago. Or even six months ago. Subjectively speaking, I'm a lot more grown up than I was six months ago. But to someone else, they're like, no, you're the same person. But because of how I think in my brain and the things that I don't vocalise, like, they think I'm the same person as I was six months ago, when in actual fact, I know I'm not. Because of the things that I think in my brain and the things that I don't say out loud and the reactions I no longer give people. It's all just... Perception is weird to me and... It inspired me to make this podcast. So I asked you guys to ask me some questions on my Instagram. Go follow me, Chloe.ev, if you want your questions and stuff to be featured in the podcast. I'm trying... Um, I was going to, like, have it all on Twitter, but I don't really like Twitter that much. I just think it's not a very nice place. It's quite toxic. It's funny, but it's very toxic. So I'd rather just do it off my own Instagram, make it very personal, you know? So I've got some of your guys' questions that I thought would be fun to answer. Um, yeah, so let's just get right into it. So, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? Shit. (laughs) Honestly, just slow the fuck down. Stop trying to grow up so quick, there is no rush. Because when you get there, 
you'll realise that it's not as cool as you thought it was going to be. It's pretty boring and honestly quite depressing because you're watching people die. That got really morbid really quick, I'm really sorry, but the, the older the, you get, the older everyone else gets around you too. So stop trying to move so fucking fast and just enjoy what you have when you have it. Because there's going to be a day when it's not there. There's going to be a day where you don't think how you think. So just enjoy it while it lasts. And stay away from boys. They're so fucking pointless. They're so pointless. Don't be in such a rush to be an adult. Just slow the fuck down. Enjoy your childhood. Stay away from boys. You don't need to have it all figured out. And just focus on you and your inner self. You know, that's what I would say to my younger self. And she'd probably be like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) I can imagine myself saying that to myself. But yeah. So to anyone that's listening to this that isn't, you know, like 18. Or even slightly older. Just slow the fuck down. Don't be in such a rush to grow up. Because it's not that great. (laughs) I mean, it's great and it's dope. And I have opportunities that I wouldn't have had at that age because of the age I'm at now. But realistically, the only good thing that's come out of me being 18 is I'm able to get tattoos. That's the only difference. Nothing really changes when you're an adult. You just have more responsibilities. So enjoy the fact that you don't have to do anything. (laughs) Basically. Okay. What did you want to be slash think you would be when you grow up? Honestly, I was that kid who had a different job aspiration every single week. Because I'd see something on TV and I'd be like, yeah, I want to be that. I want to be a detective. I want to be a marine biologist. I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to be this. I want to be an art person. There was a point in my life where I wanted to work in a fucking morgue. (laughs) I wanted to be one of those people who dissected people when they died. So morbid, isn't it? I mean, like, I understand why I wanted to be that, because shit like that fascinates me. I don't, I'm not the type of person, I don't have a weak stomach at, at all. It's really interesting to me more than anything. It's like, I understand why I wanted to be that, but just, oh, God. Um, my mum wanted me to be an actress, like, in the public eye, which I guess kind of makes a lot of sense, because that's kind of what I'm doing. But um, one thing that's always really stuck with me is fashion. I'm going to do a whole podcast about fashion, because... One thing that's always really, really stuck with me is fashion and clothing and designing clothes and making clothes look good and helping other people feel good through clothes. It's always been something that's really stuck with me. And I think it's because I have a Rachel Green complex, right? I saw Rachel Green when I was younger and I was like, yeah, I want to be her. But also, like, I idolise people like Gok Kwan. Like, do you remember Gok Kwan? He's my favourite person in the world. I love him. I love him. I will always love him. He started off my love for fashion because he's just unapologetically himself and I always want it to be that and I am that now so if I could sit down with him and be like thank you for just making me who I am I would but yeah I I wanted to be everything I wanted to be everyone I wanted to do everything I wanted to see everything and I still feel like that I've always been a very um what's the word static that's something that moves right static person I've never sat still ever and that might be because of undiagnosed ADHD but it also might be because I have almost like an Alice in Wonderland mind I'm always curious about what isn't where I am and I've always had that mindset like I went to Crete and I was like yeah I want to be a marine biologist and then I came home and I was like no I want to be a firefighter (laughs) 
it's it's all it depends on my mood honestly but yeah it's just i was a very um uncontent kid if that makes sense okay is there anything you wish you'd done differently from a young age i feel like i kind of touched on this but i wish i had just slowed the fuck down one stayed away from boys because they're just hassle honestly um I wish I hadn't been in such a rush to figure out who I was. Like, I'm not... Uh, I don't regret anything I've done or any decisions I've made. Because I feel like regret is a very bad thing to hold on to. Because it's very permanent. But I'm kind of like... At that age where I'm like... I wish I had just not been in such a fucking rush to figure out who I was. Because, personally, I feel like if I hadn't tried so hard to figure it out... I would have figured it out a lot quicker. It would have come to me. And I would have been there quicker. But then again, I can't really regret that because it's made me who I am today. So if I could, I would go back and not move so quick. But at the same time, I'm happy that I moved quick because it allowed me to be who I am. Yeah, that's a little bit deep, but you know. What is the one TV show, movie, celeb, slash, uh, that shaped you into the person you are today. I kind of touched on this at the beginning with um, Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff, Scarlett Johansson. Absolute goddess on legs. But um, I'm trying to think of other ones. Do you remember Totally Spies? Totally Spies was badass. They were badass and they were pretty dope. Just any like strong, prominent female figure, you know, like Black Widow, Kim Possible, um, the twins from Johnny Test, they were so insane to me because I've always been a smart kid, right? I'm naturally very academically inclined. Not many people think of me like that because I don't really tend to brag about it because I don't really care. Um, even though I literally just bragged about it just then. It made me sound like pompous as fuck. But they were so cool to me because a lot of the female figures on TV shows and shit were really either sporty or, you know, girly, you know, like, uh, quote-unquote girly, like, very, why is that person screaming, what is the reason, um, almost, like, bimbo vibes, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love a good bimbo, they're my, some of my favourite people in the world, but I've never really been that person, and I've also never really been the athletic type, I was the academic kid, you know, like, I like reading, like, I was a bit of a fucking nerd, so the, sisters in Johnny Test, I was like, oh my god, they're smart, and they're pretty, I love that, so I love them, um, I don't know, honestly, just, like, any female Marvel character, uh, mostly Black Widow, she really, I remember the moment seeing her in Iron Man, I think it's Iron Man 2, and I was like, oh my god, she's so badass, I want to be her, and she just inspired me to be a bad bitch, honestly, I can't lie, um, I'm trying to think of other people. Honestly, Iron Man. Outside of female figures who inspired me to be a badass, Iron Man really struck a chord with me because he was just so, like... I don't even know what the word is. He's just so cool. And I just loved him. So I kind of became like, that person, if that makes sense, like, I wouldn't say I'm Iron Man, I'm obviously fucking not, I wish I was as cool as that, but I almost adapted his mindset of 
you know, present yourself to the world how you want to be treated and you will be treated that way. Like I literally saw a thing on TikTok like 20 minutes ago and it was like, dress how you want to be addressed. You know, that's something that Tony Stark in specific taught me is that if you present yourself to the world as someone who's smart and respectable, you will be seen as smart and you will be respected. So that's something that any any Marvel film, honestly, Marvel in general just really hits home with me it really taught me a lot about myself without even trying to so yeah I'd say that that shaped me into the person who I am today how to deal with the realization that your childhood is over because that shit hurts real bad yeah you already know it's terrifying but I feel like realistically your childhood is never that was really loud I'm so sorry I don't know why my voice just went so high realistically in my mind, my childhood will never be over because I'm always going to allow myself to be a kid. Even if I am 30 fucking five, I'm still a kid. But I think coping with the realisation that you're no longer physically a child sucks, but it's kind of just something that you just have to get on with, you know? Like, there's no real way of dealing with it, I don't think anyone really knows how to deal with it, because we just kind of do, we're just kind of like, well, you know what, I'm not six anymore, I can't sit around and do nothing, you know, like, I was thinking back the other day, this is, might be a little bit of TMI, but I was thinking back the other day, to the day that I realised that I was a teenager, because I was getting changed, and I looked under my arms, and there was hair in my armpits, and I was like, oh my god, what the fuck is that? Because <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing that happened. We weren't taught that in school. You know, no one turned around to me and was like, oh yeah, by the way, you're going to get hairy pits. And it blew my fucking mind. And I was like, what the fuck? Does this mean I'm a teenager? I started shaving and I felt like really grown up. <laughs> but that's kind of the day that I realised that I was no longer actually a child, like a child. And I was becoming a teenager. And it scared me a lot. You know, like, when you start your period? Terrifying. I was absolutely fucking terrified. I didn't even tell my mum for, like, four months. Because I was like, I just want to deal with this on my own. I could grow up. But now I'm like, I wish I just went to my mum and been like, Mum, I've got cramps. Can we just go and get Chinese food? You know? <laughs> but I don't know. I don't really think there is any way of dealing with it. I think you just kind of deal with it. If that makes sense. Just kind of like, fuck, well, it's over. I might as well enjoy this chapter of my life. The one thing, okay, right, here's how to deal with it. Instead of dwelling on the past, focus on the future and what you have to come. Because yes, you're leaving behind a legacy of, you're leaving behind like a whole lifetime of memories. However, you're starting an entire new one. Look at it like that. Okay, what is your biggest fear about growing up? All of it. (laughs) No, honestly, my biggest fear about growing up is probably, like, losing my family. This is about to be really deep, but, like, I grew up in a single-parent household. It was always just me and my mum and my brother. And then my brother left, because he's 10 years older than me, so he's an adult. My brother left when I was young. I was about seven. Um, And he started his own life. And it's, like, I think about it every day, that my whole life I've been surrounded by the same two people, but there's going to be a day where I can't just call them 
you know? I can't just message my brother and be like, look at this dope tattoo. Because <laughs> he won't reply. And that scares the shit out of me. Especially losing my mum. Like, I don't want to start talking about it because I will definitely break into tears. But, like, that really, really scares me. It's something that always has scared me. Like, it's always been my biggest fear because my mum has always worked. And she's always driven to work. And my biggest fucking fear in the entire world is my mum getting in a car accident. Genuinely scares the shit out of me. But I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to start putting things into the universe. My... So to answer your question, my biggest fear about growing up is losing the people I grew up with. Even my friends. I'm terrified for the day that I can't just fucking call my best friend and be like, guess what? Terrified. Scares the shit out of me. Because I'm a very, like, I depend on myself a lot emotionally, but I also depend on everyone around me. Like, my mum is my biggest emotional clutch. If I didn't have her, I would be a very, very fucking different person. And if I didn't have my brother's voice just, like, whistling around my head, I'd be a very different person. So the thought of losing that terrifies me. But, yeah, that got really deep. I'm really sorry. Okay. I like this question a lot, actually. If your younger self was to see you now, what would they think about you slash say to you? Honestly, if my younger self could see me now, she would think I was so fucking dope. Like, I can't lie to you. I remember being young and seeing girls that are like me, how I am now, and being like, oh my god, they're so cool, and now I am that girl, without even trying to be, like, it just naturally became who I am, like, I look at my room decor, and if my 13-year-old self had seen my room on a Pinterest board, she would have lost her fucking mind, you know, there's crystals everywhere, and, you know, incense burners, and pictures all over the walls, and plants, and I've got a sign on my wall that says no justice no peace and records and cool little trinkets and my 13 year old self would have lost her fucking mind but I think also I thought I was going to be a very different person not even no that's a lie I've been through so many stages in my life and each of those stages would have something different to say about me like I went through a little emo stage and I thought I was going to be a grunge kid I still am a grunge kid at heart, don't get me wrong. In my heart, there's just, you know, Panic at the Disco playing on repeat and Bring Me the Horizon. However, I thought that was going to be my exterior aesthetic, you know? I thought it was going to be a grunge kid. So if my 13-year-old grunge kid self could see my room, she'd be like, oh, what the fuck? (laughs) But if my little fairy self, you know, my little soft cottagecore self could see... 18 year old Chloe's room she'd be like oh my god it's so cool you know but all in all I think my younger self would think I'm pretty dope which I'm very proud of I feel like I as much as sometimes I feel like I'm a bit of a fuck up I do feel like I've made my younger self proud this year so that brings me a lot of joy um yeah all in all I think she'd think I'm pretty fucking dope I can't lie (laughs) right um what is the next question do you remember the point where life sort of shifted and when you realized that you grew up honestly i don't remember like a specific time actually right i remember i don't even know how old i was i was like a early ish teenager maybe like 15 
and I was walking down the street and I was going to the shop and I had my earphones in and I was wearing grungy clothes with my flannels and my fucking boots and my rip tights because I thought I was badass. Um, and there was kids playing on, on the, like, the pavement and there was a mum and the mum was like, move so the lady can get past. And that was the first time that I'd been called a lady and not a girl. Because normally it's like, move so the little girl can get past. But I got called a lady. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I'm not six anymore. I'm a teenager. I'm nearly 16. And when I was nearly 16, that was like the biggest thing in the world. But now I'm nearly 19 and I'm like, fuck, where, where did that go? I just blinked. What, just, what the fuck just happened? But yeah, that was a point where I was like, shit, other people see me too. <laughs> you know, other people see that I'm growing up. And that's when I kind of realised, I was like, fuck, that's weird. Um, another thing that I realised is when I started to hang out with my mum's friends and I started to find out loads of secrets and they started to talk about other things. Like, they wouldn't not say certain jokes around me anymore. Like, I was being let in in all the little trade family secrets and all the dramas and all of that shit. Like, I was finding out because they trusted me because I was older and I could understand it. That's the one point when I really realised that I was growing up. I was like, shit, I know everything about everyone now. Um... I always kind of knew, like, growing up, I always kind of knew that there was, like, sus shit going on. But when I got to a certain age, I was, like, let into it. And I was like, fuck. Why am why are they trusting me with this? And then I realised it's because I'm growing up. That's at one point where I really realised shit shifted. But, um... It was pretty dope at the same time. Like, it's cool. I like growing up. I do generally enjoy it. I just wish I took it a little bit slower at the beginning. I am genuinely very... I'm sorry, I really need to bear weight. I'm so sorry. I am genuinely excited for my future. <coughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. It tastes like chestnuts. I am really excited for my future because I can't wait to be who I'm going to be, if that makes sense. But yeah, okay. I think this is the last question. But do you think your childhood affected your mental health in any way? Yes and no in both positive and negative ways. Right, because like I said before, growing up it was just me and my mum and my brother. And my mum is such an emotional clutch for me. Like if something goes wrong, my mum is the first person I will call. It does not matter what the situation is, my mum is always the first person I will call. Um, so I feel like with the other shit that happened when I was growing up, if I didn't have my mum there... I would be so fucked in the head. You know, like, I would be a totally different person. But, um... I don't feel like the people that raised me had any negative effects on my mental health, but I do feel like the people that were absent had effects on my mental health. You know? But then again, the people that were absent had not... I wouldn't say temporary, because they are permanent... But because of who I actually had in my life, like, for example, my mum, because of my mum and my brother being in my life, I learned 
how to not let the absent people affect me, if that makes sense. You know, if you haven't already caught on, my father isn't... I don't have a father figure. Um, Like, I wouldn't even say that my brother is a father figure because he's not my dad, he's my brother. You know, that was... We, as a family, have... Like, there's no real hierarchy. Like, my mum is my mum, and we know that, and we respect that. At the end of the day, it's her word against ours, because not her word against ours, I didn't mean it, like, that came out wrong. It's, at the end of the day, mum knows best. However, sometimes, because of the situation, we know best, or I know best, or Brett knows best, my brother. Um, but yeah, I feel like, because of the people that were present in my childhood, the people that were absent just, like, didn't really matter that much. But the only reason I think like that is because of how I'm perceiving it now. Like, if you had asked me that question three years ago, I would have been like, yup, <laughs> and I would have had a totally fucking different answer. But because of I've allowed my brain to process it, it's like, there was a point in my life where I was like, well, you know, if my own dad doesn't want me, then why would I even bother? But then I realised that, first of all, if someone without sustenance and without a good heart doesn't want you, that's a them problem and not a you problem. They... If someone who is deeply bad in their core doesn't want to be around you, it's because you are a reminder that they're a shitty person. And they don't want to be reminded that they're a shitty person because they just want to carry on being a shitty person. But when I was, like, 14, I didn't understand that. Or not even 14. When I was, like, to the age of maybe 11 to 14. Even 16. I just didn't understand that. I was like, oh, well, I must be a shitty person. (laughs) It's like, no. Shitty people don't want to be around good people because they're a reminder of everything that they're not. So, yes, my childhood has affected my mental health, but I've learned to process it and I've learned to deal with it because at the end of the day, the people that I have in my life and the family that I have, are I literally would not trade them for the fucking world. It does not matter how many arguments we have, anything like that. Not that we really argue. We never really argue. Like, sometimes we butt heads but it's never permanent. It literally lasts about three seconds. Um, I think that's also because my brother's an adult. Like, my brother has ten years on me. He was ten when I was born. So there was never that weird thing of, like, um, like a battle, you know? We were very much so best mates, and he was very much so my protector, and he still is. Um, I still say that my brother's my best friend, and my mum is so my best friend. So I think... To go back to the question, yes, my men- yes, my mental health was affected by my childhood, but not in ways that breaks me. It broke me for a little bit, but because of the people I was raised by, I've learnt to deal with it, you know? It was the absent that kind of... Um, got under my skin. It was the absent that quote-unquote broke me, and it was the present that fixed me. Whereas normally it's the other way around. Normally, you know, it's the parent, not normally, but sometimes, 
it's people's parents that are present in their life that fuck them up. But for me personally, the parent that was present, my mum, she has moulded, not moulded me, because she kind of just let me do my own thing. But she has allowed me and taught me and guided me down a path that I'm very fucking happy to be on. Because without her, I, I don't know where I'd be. I honestly don't. It, I can't even fathom it. I can't imagine being raised by my absent parent. I would be a totally different person. And I hate that. I, oh, could never be me. I hate it. This is Dad Slander podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like, yes and no. Good ways and bad ways. But, you know, I feel like everybody has shit in their childhood that fucks them up a little bit, you know? Like, everybody has that one thing that's like, yeah, shit. I think about that a lot, actually. But the things that happened to me in my childhood allowed me to become the person I am today. So I wouldn't even go back and change them. Like, as shit as they were in the moment, I'm out of them now. And I can understand that I needed to go through that. And I needed to feel the things I was feeling and witness the things I witnessed. To, know, to be who I am today, to be the intelligent, grounded, fucking asbo kid I am today, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I've really enjoyed this podcast, actually. I love reminiscing on the past. I love it. Um, I try not to get stuck in the past too much, but sometimes it is really fun to just kind of think back to the good old days of being six, not having to fucking do anything. But... Um, If you want me to answer your questions in the next podcast, go and follow me on Instagram. It's chloe.ev. I post polls a couple of days before I record. Um, So you can ask me any questions to do with what the podcast is going to be about. I love interacting with you guys. Genuinely, it's my favourite thing in the world. Um, A lot of you have been DMing me and I love it. I love talking to you guys. I've tried to get back to as many of you as I can because I just love talking to you, whether you're just complimenting me on something, or whether you're asking me, like, deep shit, um, it's all confidential, so I'm never going to tell anyone, don't worry, your secrets are very much safe with me, so if you want to just DM me and ask for some help, please don't hesitate, or if you want to ask a question in the polls that I put up, uh, keep a lookout for them, but yeah, um, I hope you've all had amazing festivities, whatever you've been doing, whether you celebrate, whatever, spending time with your family, all of that good stuff, um, yeah, I'm going to go and take some paracetamol for this wicked fucking hangover. And I will speak to you guys next week. I love you all very much. Have a good year, week, month, however long. Um, yeah, I love you. Bye. <laughs>